boys and girls. I got the top hat going today because I felt like the ringleader of a circus. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it is your boy, your friend, your pal, your comrade, your homeboy, some might say, Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector. Coming at you from the top of my house, above the second floor, below the roof. It's a lot of flights, man. It's a lot of stairs. I never counted how many stairs it is to get up here, but I'm in my attic. Been here for a long time. Uh, this show is called Philanthropy and Focus. Let me just tell you what you're listening to. Who, who you're listening to, I told you. Let me tell you what you're listening to. This is my answer. This is my answer to the challenge, the question, the area of opportunity, the problem that nonprofits are overlooked, underfunded, and often unrecognized for the work that they do. And my answer is let's amplify it, baby. Let's amplify their message. Let's amplify their mission. Let's help them tell their stories. And every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern time. And for my guests and those checking in from the West Coast, 7 a.m. local time in uh, on the West. Um, I, le- I like to joke sometimes in meetings and I say Jim Morrison told me the West is the best. Now I'm an East Coast guy in New York, uh, out on Strong Island, as we say out here. But I certainly have enjoyed my time whenever I make it out to the other side of the country. So I'm extra fired up this morning. It could be the amounts of caffeine that are currently running through my system. It could be just the topic. It could be the joking that uh, Mara and I just got the text on uh, what might be my next Halloween costume, although I was going to go as uh, as Albert Einstein because that's what my hair looks like when I wake up. And my kids say my hair is white like Einstein. And um, dare I say, maybe I'm a creative genius. Oh, my goodness. I just said it. Wow. Challenging the universe. Tommy D, there it goes. I feel extra wired and fired today. So I'm thrilled to be able to do this show every single week. Thank you. I, I will make a shout out to somebody who didn't expect this. Shout out to Sam Leibowitz on the other side of the glass. You were, you were always there waiting when it was time was right for me to launch this show. And you were just there. You were persistent. And thanks for thanks for your friendship and, uh, and for being here. And thanks for what talk radio is. Professionals and community. That's what this network's all about. Uh, I mean, I like it so much. We launched a second show on Wednesday. It's called the Professionals and Animal Lovers Show. Talked about that another time, but I didn't know anything about animal advocacy, and I still know very little, but I learned about feral cats and dog rescues. And there's, you may have heard it here. You heard it when I had Tim Cummings on the show a couple of weeks ago. There will probably be a rescue joining the a rescue dog, joining the Demisa crew. So um, more to come on that. Um, <laughs> shout out to Regina Mendoza. Camp Happy Tales NYC, um, where my son and I did a day of service. 60 days of service. What is he talking about? 15 in the books. Next week, I'm going to put this out there to you guys. Next week, I rented a van Tuesday morning, um, picking up 10,000 diapers from the Allied Foundation in Hopog, Long Island, and driving them out to the Hamptons Community Outreach Organization just because I wanted to. So that doesn't mean you have to rent the van to do service. We'll talk about service maybe today. Doesn't mean you need to rent the van to do it. You can just call an organization. Tell them you want to bring your skill set to what they do and go out and do it. So let's get into the meat of this meeting, conversation, discussion. Mara, uh, first of all, before I even introduce you, um, good morning. How are you? Thanks for waking up early. Welcome to the attic. Good morning. Thank you for having me. <clears throat> Excuse me. Part of my uh, morning voice. Well, it is early. It is early on the West. So I appreciate you being here. But I've, I've heard in, in, in hanging out with people from, uh, from California specifically and even Seattle, that they sort of, you guys kind of get it. You wake up for the East Coast times because, you know, it's it's how to do business. It's how to connect. So it's, so I appreciate you doing it. I appreciate the investment. And I'm thrilled to have this conversation because there are two, you know, I don't have a favorite kid out of my four children. And I also don't have a favorite cause in nonprofit. Wink, wink. I actually do have two favorite causes in nonprofit, although I love the entire sector. The intellectually and developmentally disabled population is a population that I, I butchered how we say those words, but the IDD population is incredibly important to me. And on the other side of that is the mental health space. And I just came out of another meeting and I'm doing my typical rant about, you know, we, how we don't treat mental health issues, in my opinion, and I'm not clinical. I'm just a guy who sees the way we do things. Um, I don't think we treat them appropriately. And I don't think there's enough light shown on the need for mental wellness and education around mental health, which guess what, gang, that's what we're going to talk about today. And we're going to talk about it from the perspective of our children. And, you know, children are just little people. Newsflash, they're just little people. So (laughs) even I'm thinking this is silly today. Children are just small people. And uh, look, post uh, pre-pandemic, 
children had challenges in the mental health space. It is difficult being a kid, man. It was difficult. I'm 43. It was difficult being a kid when I was a kid. I think it's more difficult to be a kid now. Uh, you know, we know why, but I'll point it out. Social media, you know, bullying never goes away. It follows you home, all this kind of stuff. I, I know personally in, in my own personal network of some of my friends whose young people are just having a real tough time. And uh, if these things aren't addressed early on, then you're just going to be older people with challenges. And uh, if I break my arm today, if I, I don't want this to happen, but if I trip down the stairs of the attic later on, I'm going to go to the urgent care because I'm hurt. So why, when I have mental health challenges, is it treated differently? Maybe we'll dive into why. Um, but I will, before we even do this, I want to do statistics really quick. 9.4% um, of children, this is between the age of two to seven, 9.4, this is right off of the Extraordinary Lives Foundation website, which is Mara James's organization. I'll start again. 9.4% of children, two to 17, have received a diagnosis of ADHD. 7.4% of children, three to 17, have been diagnosed with a behavior problem. And 7.1% of children aged three to 17 have been diagnosed with anxiety. Look, you can, folks, I don't know. I'm not going to go off the statistics of one in four or one in five people will, they will have a challenge with mental health in their lifetime. I don't know this clinically. This is just a guy in an attic saying it, but I think we all experience mental health challenges in our lifetime. If you live long enough, uh, you're going to have some challenges. And look, you can challenge me on that because I don't have any statistics to back it up. It's just, I know people, a lot of them, and I think we all have some of these challenges. So that should be enough for me because this show is not about me. I'm just here to amplify the message for my guests. So Mara, I'm going to read something about the organization real quick. And then I would just want to hear your story. How do we get, I know you're from the East Coast out to California. How'd you get there? And how do you this mission? And by the way, gang, this is the book that was, uh, that Mara sent to me. We'll just, we're going to talk about the book. It says the power of piggy bear. If you're just listening in, you can uh, go to elfempowers.org to check out the piggy bear stuff. But I'm sure we will mention that a whole bunch of times today. Our mission is to improve children's mental health and wellness and support families by providing educational tools, resources, and awareness events. Originally from New York, Mara James relocated to California with her husband and three children in 2007. They established Dr. James's OBGYN practice, and for seven years, Mara managed that office. Then in 2014, Mara unexpectedly experienced a manic episode and was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. Through her battle with mental health, many wellness professionals helped Mara heal and transform her life. And her experience, in addition to experience with other close family members with mental health challenges, has kindled into her passion for forwarding the cause of children's mental health. She established this organization, Extraordinary Lives Foundation, and created Piggy Bear, who I just was texting with Mara before this, and I think there's a costume. So the whole Einstein thing that I talked about, whatever, I might have a Piggy Bear costume. If you want me to have a Piggy Bear costume and you want me to do a day of service wearing this just let's do it. Just I'm going to do it. So let's let's figure out which organization wants me to kind of act a little silly and dress up like Piggy Bear. Uh, she established this organization, created Piggy Bear for awareness to provide both children and their parents with the resources they need to pursue holistic wellness and all avenues available. Orange County, California's own Mara James. Mara, what's up? What's going on? Good morning. Good morning. As you're doing that, I'm going to get the picture of a piggy bear mascot to show everybody. But, um, you know, you said something. Well, hold on. Here it is. Can you see? I, can, I got someone from your website, right? That's yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. You know what I'll do? I'll share my screen during the break so everybody can see that who's watching on Facebook. Okay. And what's amazing is that children love the mascot. You know, I'll tell you all about what we do with Piggy Bear, but when Piggy, but the children get to hug Piggy Bear, it's profound. So you said something in the beginning that Children are little people. They are. But you know what? These little people have some big emotions and they're not taught how to handle them. And that's exactly one of the things that we're about. So the Extraordinary Lives Foundation. Well, do you want me to start with my story first? Where do you, here's the thing about this show. Yeah. I, I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble with South Park, but it's I say because I go like, whatever, I do what I want. This is my show, Mara. This yeah. is a, 
We do however we want to do it. So this is my show, and now it's your show. How do you want to tell the story? Yeah, let's just start from the beginning. So you you read a little bit about my, about my bio. Thank you so much. It's hard to come out, of course, with mental health challenges. However, when I was going through the somatic episode and diagnosed by, with bipolar disorder, it was also like a spiritual awakening. So for me, I'm like, my mind has never been more crystal clear. I am not crazy. Bipolar, what? Yeah, two polarities, heaven and earth. So I had a whole through my experience personally i had a new experience a new um feeling about mental health and it i was blown out of the water i never even had any i didn't think mental health challenges before that and after things got way out of control i just said i need medication so i was medicated thankfully i wasn't hospitalized but i was stuck in bed for a while um met with a psychiatrist and therapist Thankfully, I was introduced to holistic healing, and that's when, after a year and a half of hard, hard work and meeting with several healers, I was able to be weaned off my medication, and I say that I went from medication to meditation, and every time I I became a visionary. I was this left-brain Excel spreadsheet person. I'm from New York. I don't believe in a God in the universe, and I'm, you know, chugging away with my spreadsheets and numbers and all that, and then bam, and, you know, my psychiatrist is like, are you having grandiose? thoughts. And I'm like, yeah, like this God thing, whatever that might be is talking to me. And it was crazy. It was crazy. I grew up Jewish, had a bar mitzvah, just, but no belief. And um, yeah, really interesting stuff. Anyways. So after I was weaned off my medication, that's when I felt um, compelled to start the foundation and everything I do. I just realized I am so guided. This is not me. I feel like it's a we, it's me in the universe. And so so the Extraordinary Lives Foundation, because all of my personal healing was about my inner child. And it was that three to seven-year-old age. And you know, that internal voice that we have is that little girl and that little boy. And if we can help that little girl and that little voice, boy with their voice and teach them how to manage their emotions and give them that TLC that they might not receive, then they could help, you know, that will help them throughout their lives. So, um, so where to pick, so Talk about Piggy Bear first. Where did Piggy Bear come from? So during my manic episode, I dropped my daughter off at softball like at 6 a.m. And I go to the, the Kmart, Walmart, I forgot what it was, find the stuffed animal. And I, 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 don't, I was just walking and this animal is like on the shelf, like flaring. And I'm like, I just need to have it. It was like most adorable um, Piggy Pig. And I'm like, Pig, pig, power the pig. Pig's going to save the world. And I'm bringing it to my daughter's softball game. And she's like, oh, no. And I'm like, yes. And and if an adult can hug Piggy, then they lost their inner child. And my husband's horrified because he's a physician, OBGYN. And for him, mental health is like the the old man in the VA. And it was really scary and a dark time, right? So then his wife's going through this and he just had no idea what to do. And then my the therapist is like, why are you, why a pig? And I'm like, I don't know, but isn't she adorable? So <laughs> yeah, it was really funny. And then I would wake up in the middle of the night and start writing, which is freaky because again, numbers, I'm a left brain person, numbers. I don't write English and, you know, as my second language, numbers, literally my first language. So I'd wake up in the middle of the night and write and it was freaky, scary. I'm like, where are these ideas coming from? But I was just writing and the second night it happened and I wrote in large letters, I am not crazy. What was happening to me is crazy. I will tell you, and I'm not supposed to use the word crazy, but I'll say it was crazy amazing. Anyway, um, so once I was medicated, I actually learned something called channeled writing, where you write a question, you do this guided meditation, you write the answer, and it's just such a beautiful thing. So when I was weaned off my medication, I said to one of my healers, I feel the need to write and something about the pig. And she says, it's going to be a children's book. And right then I had chills from head to toe. I It resonated with me. One of your healers said it's going to be a children's book? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Very intuitive. So it is, gang, because it's right here. And, and I, I was telling Mara earlier, I read this to my kids this morning at the breakfast table. We're, we'll we'll be back to talk about this book. We'll be back to talk about Piggy Bear. I feel like I'm on a roller coaster and I'm digging it. And I don't really like roller coasters. So I like the quick ones. I don't like the ones that go upside down because I get motion sickness. But Right now, Mara, I feel like I'm on a roller coaster. So let's enjoy the ride, gang. Come back. We'll be back in 90 seconds. Mara and Tommy D in the attic, philanthropy and focus. Mara, hold that thought. We'll be right back. 
Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your conscious consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you interested in having a better relationship with yourself, others, and God? Greetings. I'm your host, Dr. George Andow, for the show, A Journey Through Into Awareness. On my show, we journey into the awareness that the mind of God is the true seat of our personal consciousness. We join together each Monday at 7 p.m., so tune in on Talk Radio NYC. Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Nonprofits need connections to move in good directions. So cut through all the static. Join Tommy in his attic. Like that matter. That's that's always the first time people get to hear the song. I don't tell them about it too much, and then they hear it, and then maybe I make them sing it. But here, look, if you're watching on Facebook, I am amazing, right? This is Piggy Bear. We're going to talk about Piggy Bear, but here's what we're going to. Here's what's, you know, like I ran into some people the other night at my uh, my son had a um, hey, it's Tommy D philanthropy and focus. Uh, <laughs> I just want to let you know in case you just checked in with us. It's uh, ran into somebody at my my son's um, flag football game the other night. And I walked over to this group and they said, um, hey, Tommy D, what's going on? How you doing? I'm like, everything's awesome, man. Everything's really cool. And this one friend of ours, she's like, you, you're always saying that, you know, like, like, that's always like what you're always like upbeat and stuff like that. And I said to her, like, and I just thought of it when Piggy Bear says, I am amazing. And I think like, we get to make a choice, Mara, like every day, like how we want to interact with the world. And I could say, you know, if I look. Everything's not always awesome, although awesome can have two different meanings, right? Like incredible can have two different meanings too, but sometimes things aren't great, but I don't really want, like, that's not what I want to tell you because, you know, I don't say everything sucks because <laughs> that's no fun. So it's all about choice. And when I was reading this again this morning and I just read it just now, this little bear, I mean, it's a toy, but like it's got a personality and everything like that, right? So we get to make a choice. What's your choice, gang? I'm not saying that mental health isn't real, but I'm saying it's how we approach things in life, too. I mean, you you know, I know we've made a lot of advances and I'm not a doctor and I'm not a psychologist or a psychiatrist, but I know we've made a lot of advances in medicine and some people are, are do very well with medicine. But I love the fact that, that you were able to make this decision and say, you know what, I'm going holistic. I'm going to get off of the meds. And I'm going to do this a different way. And you mentioned meditation you know, mindfulness and, and, you know, um, there, there's this on this network. I mean, you know, I mentioned Sam earlier in the show and his show, the conscious consultant, we heard his commercial just there, there during the break, you know, this is, this is a community here of people who are trying to help each other, support each other and get better. And I love, uh, I, I love where we were talking about that, that you, you went a different direction. So I think there's, there's alternatives out there. You know, some people need the medication. I am not a doctor, but some people need the meditation. I think we all need the meditation. You know, I've been, I checked out these new things, uh, these new videos, um, and it's like hypnosis. And I've been really personally, I don't share all this stuff on here usually, but I've been digging that kind of stuff, you know, really just to go, you know, go inside. You said to that three-year-old girl, that seven-year-old girl, the little girl inside, um, which was my question. This is leading to a question. What, like, you knew there was a book, you knew there was something, you, you came up with this idea, but you wanted to address this 
for young people. He wanted them to have a connection to this. And, and I'd love to refer to the book again soon because you mentioned these are little people with big emotions. And I get that, man. I see it like every day in my own world here. And it's, it's a matter of how do we, it's okay to be angry or frustrated, right? But it's what we do. And that's some of the stuff in the book. So take us back, creating this book. You saw it. It was a vision. You and the universe. I get it because I sort of have a connection with the universe. I, I make some deals sometimes. And, and I think, <laughs> I think I get away with some things, you know, because uh, the universe and I have the, have this, uh, this alliance. So, so let's go back into the book. Yep. And I will get after the book, we will go into our newest venture, the Hugs for Life Healing Center, which is going to, uh, uh, you know, discuss what you. There's a whole certification. There's a whole certification to be somebody in the hugs thing. I was reading that this morning on the site. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's, yeah we'll get there in a moment. So Piggy Bear. So I showed. Um, so when when my healer said to me that if Piggy's going to be a book, uh, it was like, you know, it just resonated because I'm a, tra- a kid at heart. So I showed this piggy to somebody and she goes, oh, it looks more like a bear than a pig. And I said, thank you. Because it was such a judgmental statement. And I didn't tell her that, but I'm like, so that's where it's like Piggy Bear says, some people think I can look like a pig. Some people think I can look like a bear. It doesn't matter what we look like. We're all amazing just the way we are. And then I'm in yoga. And of course, I was guided to do yoga years ago, like BG before God, I said. My brother used to say, Mara, do yoga. You should do yoga. And I'm like, I don't have time. And it's like, if you don't have time to do yoga, then you're the one that needs it the most, right? So, you know, just, just slow down your body and your mind. And oh my gosh. But, there, you know, when you're running around with like kind of, um, you know, some PTSD and trauma, there's no way you could just like slow down and people, you know, we really need to do that. So, um, yeah, so piggy bear. So and I'm in yoga and we're doing this position. And I said, oh, my God, try this. I go, this is the best feeling ever. And then I did research and that is self-hug, holding it for 20 seconds, releases oxytocin, which naturally fights sadness. Beautiful, right? And then when you say something about I am, you are defining who you are. So it's always got to be positive. So we have, so let's do this. Open your arms out wide with your hands facing the sky and repeat after me. I am amazing. I am amazing. You are amazing. And don't forget how truly wonderful you are. And thirdly, then we teach children about how, you know, they some emotions, like feeling sad, lonely, scared. And those are the grumpy, bumpy, lumpy days. And what do we do? We take a deep belly breath. We don't breathe. When you start breathing into the chest, no one tells us it increases the nervous system. When we breathe to the belly, it calms the nervous system. And taking five deep belly breaths, it's like, Unbelievable, magical, natural things. So these are things that young kids, three to seven years old, need to learn in addition to the ABCs and one, two, threes in schools. In school. Anyway, and then from there, um, you know, we had Build a Bear who made this beautiful piggy, this adorable piggy bear plush. Hey, so Build a Bear made this for you? So they made so yeah, don't don't even ask. I don't know why I started filling something out online and then they came back like, oh, we'll make the they'll make the prototype for free. We had to order them. We, you know, I do envision Piggy Bear um being sold there one day and will be beautiful is that children could put their own crystal heart in here and the crystals that have these beautiful, profound meanings, you know, like it's it, whatever the child's called to, like the pink is for love, um, purple is for you know, types of healing. So I envision it being sold there one day, um, whatever. This is in God's hands, not mine, right? Um, but we, so they're sold now through us. And they will be sold through our publisher, Brown Books Publishing. Um, then we have these awesome, fun piggy bear power cards. And what's great about them is that they help empower children emotionally and physically. So if it's like, say, I am, you know, I am thoughtful, say I am kind, but then there's also physical ones, which, you know, do five pushups, whatever the child needs that day, they will choose, right? Working on the second book, Piggy Bear's Power of Happiness, which gets um, more into um, teaching more tools. And when we want to raise funds to have a Piggy Bear you know, website and a Piggy Bear app, we have the Piggy Bear mascot. I mean, we just want Piggy Bear to really help children all around the world. Um, so this is a Piggy Bear now is has a life of his own he's going and i'm we're just guiding him and just you know the more money we could um make the more money we can donate we apply for grants and raise funds to be able to donate these piggy bear toolkits which is the book 
the coloring um, book, the cards, and the plush to at-risk children? And what child in the hospital doesn't need their own piggy bear to hug? What child in a domestic violence um, shelter, in a homeless shelter, in a hospital, right? So that's all. What does one of those kits cost? If I wanted to buy that, what does that kit cost? Um. Oh my gosh, I need to look. Um, I, so, so I don't, I don't have the cost right now, but like I know for the donation, I, it might be a hundred dollars a kit because uh-huh. there's all the um the fees behind it. Just so you know, we don't have. I do. My husband makes the money. I make the difference. I don't get paid from what I do. I do it from the heart. Um, we do have contractors that we have to pay and the website, you know, and all these different operational fees. But so the donations are different than the cost to buy it. And then also they could be bought individually, right? As different as separate items, right? I guess um, I'm asking you this because I, so so it's sort of a, a bit of a social enterprise here too. I mean, this is a nonprofit organization, but you have a product set that is not just, hey, buy our hat with our logo on it. You have a product set here that is actually impacting and making a change. So, so that's like, I'm trying to find, first of all, I, I, um, I want to challenge a bit about this whole thing with Build-A-Bear. And I think there's something more probably there. I would say maybe there's something to explore and we don't have to do that on the show, but what a cool idea to have them have this in the store. And look, in a, in a world, I sound like that guy in a world, you know, like on the in movies and stuff. Um, I, in in a time when when we're underscoring mental health issues and we're we're turning it on it tur- turning the the stigma on its ear, uh, I, I see big corporates getting behind things like this. So I would love to talk. We, we do offline, but I'd love to just say, hey, maybe there's because I also see this. At, the reason I asked how much these cost is like, what is this application as if we bring this into uh, shelters, different community centers, different things like that, um, and and again. You're on the West Coast. I'm on the East Coast. There's probably some cool things we can play around with. And that's part of what this show is about. This show is about connections, the nonprofit sector connector. It's about how do we leave here? Yes, people never heard of ELF, the Extraordinary Lives Foundation. Maybe people listening now may have never heard of you before, and now they have. But even further, how do we move the ball further down the field? So, like, what's Right. So that's that's where my I can't even control it sometimes. No, you're channeling it. Yeah. We just take. Yeah. And what's beautiful is that two of my boys, one's in Jersey and one's in New York right now doing um, their schooling. So definitely that East Coast, West Coast, very profound. Um, Yeah. So that and that it's just going to be profound because Piggy Bear is going to have free videos also. And the app will be free and just they'll be able like Piggy Bear and one of the healers will be able to teach children like when you're feeling anxiety um, or anxious or fearful depression there's going to be tools that are like there's something called tapping if you ever heard about it it's like this whole thing and they're going to do it in such a fun and loving way so let yeah so that's just and and, um, also our goal is to raise funds again we can't have investors but donors are great right coming from the heart to help um with the mission and getting having a curriculum written and getting it into preschools kindergarten first grade profound because every child um is at risk uh, you know for something um for big emotions that they don't know how to handle Handle, and every child deserves um, piggy bears tools. And imagine a teacher in a fun way. Class is getting out of control. Okay, kids, so class, let's do a piggy bear breathing, right? So I, I think there's some of that. Yeah, I think there's some of that whole, you know, you talk about breathing, you talk about meditation, you know, which was, I don't know, foo foo or whatever years ago. And it was like, oh, yeah, those are the yoga people. Like, that's what they do. And now I, you know, I've been meditating for a long time. I, I, years ago, I studied transcendental meditation. And and uh, it's funny what you said earlier about having the time to do yoga. And I remember with TM, they want, you know, it's like 20 minutes twice a day. And sometimes I, I, I somebody close to me in my family said, yeah, I, 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 I studied TM too, but I, I just don't, don't have the 20 minutes to do it. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Like, and then I realized it's tough sometimes to find it. You've got to force the time. you got to invest in yourself because eventually you're just going to run out of juice because you're not taking care of yourself. But, but to the point in schools, I see this more. I see like my kids learning about meditation, not just from us, but uh, just from the, the fact as a society, we're getting, we're realizing how important this stuff is. And we were given, we're given the, the, the hardware. We have this stuff. You don't, you know, it's not, it doesn't have to be outside of us. And, not to get on one of my rants here, but I mean, you know, the Beatles tried to tell us this, you know, and the Maharishi tried to tell us this stuff, you know, long time ago, man. And 
And you don't want me to start talking about consumerism and all the crap we buy and stuff like that. Cause you know, but that's the, um, that's, we need to go inside more, right? We need to go inside. We need to realize who we are. Um, and it's not all about the outside stuff. It is all about, we need to take a quick break though, because we have to do some commercials ironically, as I'm talking about that. Uh, but <laughs> Mara, James, founder, visionary, awesome person. You are amazing for saying how amazing everybody else is. I appreciate you. We'll be right back, gang. 90 seconds. Take a quick break. Join me back in the attic. Philanthropy in focus. Howdy. I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. Are you a cannabis enthusiast, a cannabis professional, or interested in entering the cannabis space? I'm Johnny Tsunami, and this is Planet Baco Lolo, a less taboo view. On our show, we will discuss the cannabis world through the perspective of various cannabis professionals. Tune in every Thursday evening, Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m., Talk Radio NYC, Planet Baco Lolo, a less taboo view. Are you passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Nonprofits need connections to move in good directions. So cut through all the static. Join Tommy in his attic. Attic every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time here on talkradio.nyc, on Facebook, Talking Alternative Broadcasting, and then check us out where you get your podcast. Because I we turn this into a podcast. We do a radio show and then we stir it up and turn it into a podcast and blast it out to the universe. I'm Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connected philanthropy and focus is the answer too. What organizations are overlooked, underfunded, and unrecognized, and we're fixing that here, or at least I'm doing it once a week to amplify the message for nonprofits. Mara, mental health is incredibly important. Uh, we're talking a lot about it. We're bouncing in a lot of different directions. I want to get into the programs that that the organization provides. We love Piggy Bear, obviously, but what you know? Let's talk about programmatically what happens. What is the deliverables of the Extraordinary Lives Foundation? And how how do they impact people? Okay, thanks for asking. So in addition to Piggy Bear and the donations that we do, we go to different um, schools and do readings there, teaching them Piggy Bear's tools. And we also go to nonprofits. And when the mascot can come and those precious little children hug Piggy Bear, they'll remember it for the rest of their lives. So empowering. Um, so what I want to share with you now is our other um, division that we've just started. I've had a vision for six years of the word hugs, healing, understanding, growth, and spirituality. Thank you, beautiful words. So hugs for life healing center. 
profound. The mission, it's under ELF, and the goal is to bridge the gap between medical professionals and accredited holistic healers, because my life has been transformed. My husband, a physician in OBGYN's life, has been transformed, and he's such a believer that he sends his patients to us and ones that are open to it. I mean, there's some people that just, you know, older women in their 60s that just have anxiety, and they don't know who they'd be without it. They're scared to release it. Maybe they're not for us, but people that want to put their pinky toe in the water and that want to really begin the healing process, it's profound. And COVID has been such a blessing. I hate to say another silver lining of COVID is um, children's mental health because God's way to change the world is through mental health. These little kids are experiencing fear, anxiety, and depression, and they are empaths. And if we want to change mental health, we need to start talking about what it means to be an empath. We need to just talking about dark entities. We need to talk about things that You know, you said meditation used to be out there. What I'm bringing now is kind of probably out there, but the truth is the truth is the truth. And, you know, and this is just what needs to be done. These kids are here to change the world, but it begins with changing their parents. They're feeling their parents' emotions on an energetic level that you can't explain. The parent, like the mother could be downstairs and like feeling all anxious. The child is feeling that mother's anxiety. It's not even his or her own, and they don't know how to deal with it. So whenever a child comes in, we always, you know, have the parent, usually the mother, put their oxygen mask on and it's profound. And we guide these, you know, of course, if a child's having something extreme, they need to be medicated. Absolutely. We need to stabilize them. But once we do that, I always work with the, again, the mostly the mom saying, what is going on with your child that represents what you need or what you get to heal in yourself. And we have profound changes. My middle son, 22 years old, diagnosed with Asperger's and ADHD at six. That's a whole nother story. That which didn't kill me has made me stronger. And boy, am I strong. Um, he was medicated, wanted to go off at 11 years old. And the psychiatrist says, we'll try it. Um, thankfully, you know, we got him back on, but I saw darkness take over and it wasn't his sweet little boy. And it's just unbelievable. So my, or we were told our son would never go to college. Um, so we, you know, we did like the regular types of therapies So he would never, kids don't want to do talk therapy. And the beauty about healers is that they don't need to talk therapy because these healers are intuitive and then can guide them. And there's just like Reiki masters that, you know, get in messages, but I, I, and our list of different types of healers goes on and the, the, I've had the pleasure of meeting like probably different 20 different modalities. But even when you're talking hypnotherapy, three of my hypnotherapists so far are all different and they the way that they do it differently but if you want to heal mental health we need to go to the root cause of things and whether it's in the child or whether it's in the adult and profound changes will be made so my son um he would never like he wouldn't do any of the therapies that you know the healing because he thought at 16 years old my mom's crazy she's talking about god she's had this awakening she wants me to do this crazy stuff but he did do some things that were so profound that, you know, that made like his personality, his body was very flexible, but his personality wasn't. And there's NET, neuroemotional technique that was so easy that the chiropractor did by just pushing his arm and doing kinesiology. And it helped his mind be more flexible. He ended up going to college, local, you know, UC Riverside, um, he ended up was being told, I thought he was getting kicked out of school, but they said, this isn't the school for you. You should transfer. He ended up transferring to UCLA, top school, just graduated and is now by himself on the East Coast studying for his master's in math. And I am here just to inspire people that there is hope, whether someone, whatever the diagnosis is, there's hope. You're bipolar. There is an amazing gift. And the greater the gift, the greater the curse. I've seen it. With my son, I've seen like, Oh my God, like the stuff that comes out of his mouth. He's such a wise old soul, but with any gift then he hears the negative self-talk. So mom can't say, Hey, go to one of the healers and teach you how to keep it away. So he just keeps his low dose medication just to keep that, you know, his self-talk out. But there is so much profound healing that can be done, will be done. And we are here to change the world, one person, one family at a time. And we are so excited that once we get through our comedy night gala in October, 
this is where we ha- I one of my healers says I am your intake coordinator and I started crying and November we are going live with it it's virtual I've had the pleasure during COVID to work me and two of my three children with a healer on the east coast we are not limited I know this sounds you crazy mean, but- you mean remotely you're working yes. with the yes oh. all remotely I yeah. even have a healer this sounds crazy I understand the crazy amazing we have um a chiropractor that does things um yeah, you, and no hands on energetically. And I felt it on my back. And there's just so many profound things. And I just say, if uh, you know what? Pain is inevitable. Suffering is optional. People do not realize it. I I am just here, you know, for people that don't want to make a change and they're scared. I understand that. And I will pray for them. If anybody thinks what we're doing is kind of out there, I just pray that they find the truth. But there's so many things that are so profound that will change. Let me tell you a story. One of my hypnotherapists has so many clients. And whether or not you believe in past life doesn't matter. It's like whether or not you believe Jesus, you know, son of God, whatever. Like, let's agree to disagree. It doesn't matter. But, right, the truth is the truth is the truth. There's only one truth with everything. So my hypnotherapist has seen so many clients during COVID that have this anxiety or this anger that they've never experienced before. And he does something called biofeedback where the body answers, you're awake and you're standing up in the bio, the body saying yes or no. And so many of his clients have had, like, died in a pandemic in the past life. And in one session, bam, he releases it and it's healed. It's done. They don't do talk therapy because you can't talk it away. Can't medicate it away. He released it on this energetic level, transformational. My husband has patients with postpartum depression. And listen, not everything is one session. I've been healing over this past seven years. And um, it was only after four years of of healing that my subconscious mind let me know about the trauma that I went through, you know, being molested as a three and four-year-old little girl. And um, my father just passed away two weeks ago, may he rest in peace at 99. And I mean, unfortunately, that was the final... um, healing for me but i'm just saying anything that's out there i believe is healable so much here i mean first of all the first thing i want to say is i appreciate your candor i i appreciate your openness um you know about your own struggles about you know what, what your son has gone through because i think uh as i mentioned at the front of the show i think we all have things that are are, are deep inside mental health challenges and uh, we're, and, and maybe men more than women were told to just not, not, you know, boys don't cry, blah, 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 you know, all this kind of stuff. And there's all these messages that we're told, uh, not, you know, not just men, but as a society, you know, like I, I, I you know, um, kind of like walk it off, like, just, just keep it going, like walk it off. Well, maybe we shouldn't walk it. And I'm guilty of saying walk it off all the time, but that's more when my kid, you know, hurts their knee. And I'm like, come on, walk it off. But when we're told to like walk off these other things and I, I it's not, I don't know if this is a word, it's not walk it offable. There's some, there's more that needs to be done. And, you know, um, your candor, the way you share this information is eye opening. And I think we're at a certain point in history um, where we are awakening and we are going back to things that we're probably, and I'm not keyed into the history of it all, but these things were addressed hundreds of years ago in societies and they're not, they've been pushed down or tamped down for whatever reasons, you know, whatever the historical reason is, but we're, we're waking back up is, is the thing that, that I feel we're experiencing as a society and we need to wake the heck back up. And that's, you know, you, you were drawn into my sphere for some reason to tell these stories here on this show. And you know, now people are going to know about it who may not have known about it. Like, as a, for instance, I keep Facebook open because people are watching us and, and checking in. So shout out to my buddy, Mick Collins, who's checking in on Facebook. And he's got nothing but great things to say, uh, aside from the fact he's saying Doggy D, which he's rooting for me to get the dog, which we talked about earlier today. So we'll see how that all shakes out, Mick. But it, it's just he loves your purpose. He loves what you're about. And I think there, there's going to be a lot of feedback, obviously, you're experiencing in other places. But Thank you, Mick, for being a friend and always checking in on the show. Uh, it means a lot, and uh, it means a lot that that you are now able to take this information, Mick, and bring it to other people. So thank you for being there. Mara, thank you for being with me on the show. Thank you for being so real. We are going to take one more break, and then we come back. I want to talk about the future of this organization. I want to talk about where – what you know. You mentioned some stuff, comedy show and whatnot, so tell us about that. But when, when we come back, what you need – 
who you want to connect to. I can't get this build the bear thing out of my head right now. I figure there's more there. We got to figure something out there. But uh, when we come back, future of the organization, what you need, who you want to connect with, and how the people who are listening to, to this show may be able to help you. Is that cool? That's beautiful. Thank you. Right, awesome. 90 seconds, gang. We'll be right back. It's your boy, Tommy D. See you soon. Hey, everybody. It's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Uninformed about menopause and how it impacts on your life? Hi, I'm Pat Duckworth, women's health strategist and host of the Hot Women Rock radio show, empowering women leaders at menopause. Join me every Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. UK Time on talkradio.nyc for interviews with inspirational women who will share their top tips to rock your world. Have you ever thought of reinventing yourself? Are you looking to create a new life's journey? Hi, I'm Kevin Barbaro, host of Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night live, 8 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live to hear me and my guests from a variety of different backgrounds. As a former college coach and a current full-time actor and owner of multiple companies, my show is as eclectic as my life. That's Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Nonprofits need connections to move in good directions. So cut through all the static. Join Tommy in his attic. We all have a lot of static, whether it be our businesses, our nonprofits, or just sometimes in our own heads. And uh, that's what we're talking about mental health today. While during the break, I was showing screenshots of uh, the website. So it's ELF Empowers or ElfEmpowers.org is where you find out about the Extraordinary Lives Foundation. Mary James is here with me today. But Mary, you have your own podcast. You have your own show that goes on, right? So, And, and I saw there's maybe 22 episodes or so of, of your show. Tell me about that show and how people plug into that. And then we'll talk about the future of this organization. Sure. It's called Let's Talk Wellness. And I interview all different types of um, uh, doctors and therapists, anybody talking about wellness, Um, emotionally related, of course. And we have psychiatrists, we have the OBGYN therapists and different healers. Awesome. Yeah. And that's Let's Talk Wellness. And then literally they can go right to your website and just listen to it right on the website, right? Yep, we are ex- looking to expand to um, podcasts, so maybe you can guide us on that. That'd be great. Uh, we should probably talk about it. I mean, I got to be honest with you, the, the fun you and I are having with a serious topic, as uh, my buddy Mick mentions, you know, Tommy D finds ways to make um, even serious topics kind of fun. But the fun you and I are having, I mean, you'd be a great addition to our network here on talkradio.nyc and really expand your message. So we should probably have that discussion, but um, that's, that's off the show. So let's talk later on that. What about... If where did how big does this thing get? How much impact can you make, and what do you need? Okay, um, I, during our commercial, I just outlined things really quickly. So, just kind of food for thought. You know, again, being a visionary, I see Piggy Bear being sold at Build a Bear. I see us having it at Disney Disney Ride. Um, beautiful ride. The the Piggy Bear Ride. Yeah. I, love. I don't know exactly what it is yet. Just see the ride, right? That's, yeah, nothing scary, nothing spinning and making me nauseous, but just like where you're feeling just so enclosed and love. I think it just hugs you. Hugs you. It just hugs you, right? You see it too. We're in the same wavelength. Right. I like that ride. Just getting yeah. hugged. It's just a hug. Yeah. And just loved and protected. Okay. So, um, fa- so Hugs for Life Healing Center phase one is. We're live now, but we're really kicking it off in November. Um, number two, we will rent or God willing, um, be donated space. And phase three, we'll be building our own center where, you know, it's kind of like children and kids get to go to day camp and overnight camp. And this is where you're not just going to the ER and the hospital and the kid when they're having an episode, they come, they're welcome with warm arms and we treat them differently, kind of help defrag them the same way we defrag a computer. 
Um, and I just said, we want people that are here that have a heart to heal. It's not about the money. It's about making a difference. I have visions of Prince Harry, Lady Gaga and Oprah. I look at Harry. I look at all three of them and I just see, I see pain in all of them. And I see so much healing that can be done. I listened to Lady Gaga's 5'2". And of course, she and I happen to be the same height, not the same weight, unfortunately. And I just see she talks about like what one, two and three, what she's doing. And I'm like, yeah, and I can guide her to four, five and six. And there's just she's in so much pain. And it's just, you know, so um, you know, we need money. We need outreach. We just need people to know who we are. Um, phase four, of course, of hugs will be building in New York. Um, I see us in like all over, like just things are transformational. And thanks to, um, you know, virtuality, the new virtual world, we have access to be teaching and preaching um, what we know, what we believe, so that people around the world get to know it. Because there's so many things, just, I mean, that tapping thing, like, why should it be a secret? Like, let's tell people for free. And when I'm, you know, like, let's just sit there and start tapping away our angst and all that stuff. And, um, you know, yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I love vision. I, I love hearing the, the big, the big picture stuff and where, you know, like you, you, by putting that out there in our friend, the universe, right. You and me, we have this connection with the universe, right. We, we, I sort of say sometimes I bend and manipulate the universe as necessary. Maybe manipulate's not, not the right way to say it. So you shook your head. What do you think about that? So I don't say I, me, Mara. I say God and I are one. And with my partner, it's like, oh my God, everything you're doing is so great. I'm like, yeah, because look at my partner. So you, <laughs> like, here's the deal. We're not in control. Tommy, if you think we're in control, we have a lot to talk about. We are right. not in control. And a lot being, to talk about yeah, because being in the flow. So we all have an ego, EGO, it's edging God out. And we re- re- remove every emotion, anxiety, I mean, anxiety, fear, depression, sadness, anger, and pride, oh, and, and what it means to be spiritually enlightened is that you removed it all and you have that soul and you're full of God's white light and you're just pure, unconditional love because that's all God is. Not that's all. It's the most beautiful thing, but you're just full of pure love and light and you shine and you glow and you start to get younger and everyone's like, oh my God, you look young and you're like childlike. And you know what? My husband just doesn't understand. I'm like, it's all good. And I'm not like, it's all good. It's going to all be okay. Cause like, listen, you have to make things happen, but it is all so beautiful and so okay. And everyone has that connection. And we're not taught that because I didn't meet God in temple or church, though I've gone to both many times and I do feel the energy and love it. But when you could just sit there right now on, you know, line and just in the toilet, be like, God, like guide me, tell me what to do and trust and faith two of the hardest lessons I've learned and two of the most, because um, it all happens when it does. And it's so beautiful. So you think you're manipulating, if you're manipulating it and you're not following your divine guidance, then you're just not in alignment. All right. So we got to talk. We definitely got to talk off, off of this show. Cause we, I can tell, I mean, gosh, the amount of tidbits, this is a four hour show easily, like 40 hour, 40 hours. Yeah. We just mean I probably get a little more caffeine here in the attic. I got two coffees going now, but but maybe a little more caffeine, and we'll we'll record a longer conversation uh, with you and me, and and um and we'll both learn. So all right, so I, I want to ask one final question before I bring us home. So you mentioned other nonprofit organizations that you either donate the kits to or you donate like education to. So what what if you want to call them out by name or call them out on like like around where they are in the sector, what their services are. So I can get a feel and my listeners can get a feel and go, Oh, I get it. We should partner up with what she's doing there. Like that makes sense for our organization, please. Absolutely. So right now we receive grants in Orange County, right? So we need money to donate things. And so we have grants, a few grants. And so we do monthly donations to different organizations um, here. And again, children's hospitals, homeless shelters, precious uh, military families, everybody, every child that needs just more at-risk vulnerable children, every child that needs extra TLC. So um, yeah, I mean, the, the sky's the limit. The sky's the limit. So, so I want to, you know, I'm doing some stuff gang in, in the veterans community. Um, and, and I say, I'm doing some stuff. All I'm doing is being that kind of the connector. Uh, my friend Lonnie Sherman and I were on a call. Lonnie runs General Needs Foundation out here on Long Island, and and they do just that. They get the basic needs: boots, uh, underwear, socks for uh, for veterans. And they're going to be doing a campaign 
1342 mission. They're going to go up and down the Northeast and deliver to veterans, um, veteran shelters and VAs, uh, those basic needs. And, and, you know, I'm considering what you're saying about, you know, their children. If they have children, um, absolutely. Oh my God. The amount of fear that those parents are experiencing, the child's like feeling it. And yeah, they're, they just, oh my, yes, absolutely. Oh my gosh. Energetically. And then, you know, something you said earlier, and I thought, I, I didn't know if we'd get into it or not, but you said energetically, like the, that you use the word empath and that these children are feeling what the parents are feeling and so much there to unpack even on a personal level. And I, I, you know, I think that's something that us as adults need to explore when we have children in our lives, because there is this, uh, I don't understand a lot of this stuff. And I think a lot of us don't understand this. It doesn't mean it's not happening. You know, it doesn't, you know, the awareness we, we don't have, we think maybe we're just all in little boxes, but we're not, it's, we're all connected. And, and, um, in fact, that's the song we play before the uh, the show comes on, how we're all connected in, in the universe and things like that. So, um, look, Mary, give me one last piece, because I see you're ready to say something and then we're going to we're going to wind down. Well, it's really interesting. There's a new show my husband and I are watching called Manifest. Yes. Have you heard about it with the airplane? airplane. It is so it profound. blows my mind, that show. Oh, my well, God. And it's all my life. And like, like, you know, because like if you hear your inner voice or you hear God, you're crazy. So they're talking about it like, oh, they got on a plane. They got off a plane. It was five years later and they're having a calling. Well, that is exactly what happened to me. And, you know, and it's interesting. There's a fine line of like schizophrenic in a medium. And there are just so many things that are coming to fruition that are real. And it's such a beautiful time. And, and that show also shows that we're all one. We're all connected. Now, the, what they're doing in the show and they're trying to do mind control, that, that part of it's negative. But the one that we're it's a we we're not I where are we and we're all in this together. And it takes a community to raise a child, but it takes the whole world to raise each child because, um, it, yeah, it's just we're all in this together. We're all in it together. Thank you for being here. I'm looking away only because I have to talk about next week's guest real quick. But thank you for being here, Mara. I appreciate our new and and blossoming friendship. I look forward to connecting with you again. Have you on the show uh, again and do different, maybe to some other cool stuff we can do together. Um, Thank you for being here. Have an incredible day. Keep in touch. Let's make connections for each other as we best can to help out. All right. And don't forget, you are amazing. You are amazing. You are. No, you are. (laughs) We are. We are amazing together next week on the program. Melinda Murray Nyack of the Dom Hart 21 foundation will be here. Uh, this is an organization. Unfortunately, Melinda lost her son uh, to a cardiac situation as a young person. I think he was only 19 years old. Um, and what they do is heart screenings. They make sure AEDs are in schools and they've trained 21,000 people with CPR AED training They've done 5,000 young heart screenings and really making an incredible impact. Melinda and I know each other from here in New York. So um, I know her personally in in kind of the real world where we've been in the same room together, but we'll be in the virtual room in the attic next week. Stay in touch with me, TommyD.NYC on Instagram, TommyD.NYC on TikTok, baby. And also, uh, if you want to send me an email, TommyD at philanthropyandfocus.com, P-H-O-C-U-S. Mara, make it a great day. Everybody else, make it a great day. Make it a great week. I'll see you all soon. Nonprofits need connections to move in good directions. So cut through all the static. Join Tommy in his attic. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. 
Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Did you know that nearly one in five adults in the U.S. battles mental illness? Hi, my name is Albert Dabba. I'm the host of the show Extra Inning. Extra Innings, I discuss the topics of wellness, mental health, and the experience of surviving multiple suicides within my family. Listen live every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern to Extra Innings for discussions with sports figures, artists, mental health professionals, and many others. That's Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. Listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. 